fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! This tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Right. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 Hello and welcome to the Hotbox. Today is Saturday, September 5th, 2020. Episode number 211. My name's Matt. This is Grand. What's up, Grand? What's going on, buddy? How are you? Good, man. Good to be yeah. back. Another week of dabs. Subredditing. Absolutely. Uh, hotboxpodcast.com or hotbox.earth. That's the website you can go to and find all of our stuff. Links to the RDAB subreddit Discord here. And, of course, our YouTube channel where uh, these videos go up after the fact. Uh, you can check them out there. So, start things off. Some exciting news. We got a new, some new graphics coming our way for the, the subreddit. Is this for the subreddit or just the server, the Discord server? Um, I mean, it absolutely can be for the subreddit, too. But we are doing this just for the Discord server. Um, nice. But, obviously, it's, we are a subreddit of, of them so to speak so it's for both of us it's for all of us and uh B- everybody bkg art uh she's got a channel in the uh, partner section on the discord there you can check out her work uh she's the one putting it together for us so shout out bkg art definitely appreciate you doing doing this for us get some stickers Absolutely. and uh pretty much whatever else everybody decides they want for uh some some merch Sure. We even have a concept idea of a rosin press pressing out the RDABS logo and putting that on a t-shirt or a hoodie. I think that would be pretty cool. It is almost hoodie season. It is almost it's hoodie like season. First episode of September here. We're almost done with this godforsaken year. Do you think 2021 is going to be better or worse? Could it get worse? I don't have high hopes. <laughs> I think we asked that question last year. <laughs> but was 2019 that bad like i know 2020 vision and hindsight and everything but like was it really that bad in comparison a little bit to be perfectly honest i i don't even really remember 2019 it feels like 2020 has been going on for like the last forever. 12 years now just forever <laughs> yep each month is like 2019 either three years worth of time <laughs> Uh, we are no currently, shit. we're pending review now to become a partnered server for, uh, that's through Discord, right? If your subreddit yes. is certain size, you can get your Discord partnered or something? Something like that. So that's cool. What does that do for us? I know we probably uh, talked about this much, last. It just pretty much gives us level three boost and uh, it allows us to unlock other avenues for possibly funding giveaways or any bigger things that we can get to with this nice and uh we had a movie night should mention this uh pretty good success what'd you guys watch we watched a django that was a good movie nice we just watched that here actually (laughs) yeah it's 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 i mean i watched it when it came out but yeah yeah it's still a great movie to rewatch tarantino next up i yeah, yeah, I think it was, yeah. yeah. And then next up is Inglorious Bastards. Ah, I another, think. another Tarantino. Nice. Another Tarantino. And do we know a Tarantino run. Do we know when uh when the movie night is gonna be or are we still discussing that? Um 
I think tomorrow, but don't quote me on that. Okay. And so people can just the sixth. They just join up in the uh, Discord chat here, and then one of the uh, people will, will be streaming. Yeah, and then you can just connect to the stream and uh, watch the show with everybody. It's pretty sweet. Absolutely. Uh, we got Hang another dab with us. Another giveaway coming up soon. Uh, we're still kind of talking about what we want the giveaway to be. So if you have any ideas or something that you want to see us give away within reasonable means, uh, definitely hop in, hop in general, or if you're a booster, hop in the VIP channel and we'll, uh, we'll discuss that further. Or if you have anything you would like to give away, I know some people have come to us before with things and said, you know, we, I want to give this away. So if you have anything you would like to give away, we can do that here for you as well. Yeah. I mean, definitely don't like, we don't want like your old dirty ass, <laughs> like yes, junky. It, it, it has to be. Don't, it has to be clean with yeah. reason because it has to be able to ship and legal. Yeah, and it has to be something people kind of want. Like don't yes. don't just get rid of like your old your old junk. Don't, but don't come to us at the If you right. got some old cool junk, we'll definitely take a look at it and see if it's something if that we can give away. If you have an ESP that you've only used a couple of times and you want to give it away, <laughs> we could do that. Uh, from the subreddit, this is a show around the discord, which is around the RDAB subreddit. Uh, so definitely make sure you're subscribed to that. If you aren't already, uh, last week we gave a shout out to dab of the hut and he returned the favor in a, another video here. And I noticed I, I wanted to mainly mention this cause, uh, somebody had mentioned that it was, uh, the podcast was from the, the dabs discord and people were like, Oh, there's a there's a dabs discord or there's a dabs podcast. So just want to mention that again, that yes, there is. And this is it. And, uh, welcome. This is it. Absolutely. Welcome. A little boring day, but that's okay. And we, we'll, we dab our way through the boring days. Well, <laughs> that's right. They can't all be like exciting days. Um, we're going right. to try to and get Daba the hut on the, the show here at some point. I think that'd be kind of cool. It's because he's spreading so much love out there, and that's that's a message that we want to spread. And he's just doing it so well. We gotta we gotta get him on for an episode and have him hang out with us. Yeah, and other people that post on there, like if if you think somebody would be a good guest to have that that seems interesting that you want to know more about, like definitely let us know, and we'll reach out to them and see uh, see what's going on. Or you want to see him hang out and just dab with us, you know, whatever. Yeah, get more people in here for sure. Absolutely. Uh, user, user rye bread. one uh, no, excuse me. User Anthropost uh, was posting some, uh, isopropyl oh, scoops. Bread. Are we still in a, a shortage? There's I nothing don't... local around me. Really? <clears throat> I think it's still like really, really hot, hot commodity. I know I've gotten a couple, but it's a lot easier to get than it was, but it's not like dead yeah like amazon's not <laughs> sold out of isopropyl alcohol anymore right mm, i mean the yeah, last amazon time so got some i haven't had to order in a while but the last time i ordered i got a couple jugs and it didn't didn't seem like there was any problem getting them mm. but if y'all are okay. having problems getting it locally like let us know we're kind of kind of curious yeah. to see like how how much we're still like <laughs> rationing in the, out in the pandemic in the shit <laughs> in the shit like should i be saving my iso and like 
dumping out instead of dumping out from like my rigs and shit like that, just redumping it in the ISO bottles and giving it to somebody else and letting them fuck with it. And shit. <laughs> Passing around this the soiled ISO. The soiled ISO. Yeah, oh, I don't. God. I haven't really like. I don't. It's not something I usually go out and look for. Like when I'm out in public, I, I usually don't go out in public. But when I do, and I go, <laughs> I don't usually like look for it because I always just order it from Amazon. But I know at the beginning of all this nonsense, like Amazon was definitely uh, out. all like, sold out, out for sure. But, oh yeah, uh, they were also that was like the big run on toilet paper. Do you guys remember that 18 years ago when everyone? ran on all the toilet paper <laughs> what do you mean ran uh, on it i mean there was a run on it you couldn't get it anywhere remember at the beginning of all 18 this years ago well oh, yeah it yeah. feels like I, I, I got you okay let's... yeah is is that still going on is that a thing still i don't think so but you again so? I'm, I'm i'm not the right person to to ask <laughs> uh, i mean do you have issues getting toilet paper no but i also have been stocked up like <laughs> It's just the thing Amazon sends every now and again, so I, I'd never Dude, really notice. I heard something that like uh, some guy was like breaking down how many shits it would be. Yeah, for, like one of the <laughs> huge bags or something like that. And he's like, "That's two hundred shits." Yeah, and if you have a family of four, that'll last you a week. So you're buying for four months straight. I, I wonder if those people are just like still working through that paper. I know. I want to see like the where are they now? Like. Eight months, eight months into the pandemic, like just clawing their hair out. (laughs) (laughs) Just built a house of toilet paper, the ultimate flex. Uh, Now it's just all mush. (laughs) User uh, Rybread01 on uh, the subreddit says, People who just started dabbing now are lucky. You guys didn't have to suffer through the illusion of smoking fire when it was complete mids oil. Really, (laughs) though? Really? Or are we still living in that illusion? Uh, I remember hey. watching YouTube videos back in 2012 of people smoking the darkest of concentrates and thinking it was fire. Nowadays, even the lowest of the low dabs aren't as bad and better than what I started on. Props to you guys for holding out. <laughs> I mean, he's he's got a point, though. I mean, Yeah, but also think about this. Poo. Like, back then, the worst you got was dabs with plant material in it like rso that you probably shouldn't have been dabbing or you got like some shit that just wasn't purged all the way nowadays though you gotta worry about fucking vitamin e acetate in your carts which we never had to worry about back then you have to worry about fucking pine resin in your shatter which we never had to worry about then fake like plastic just all of the the fake dab shit i mean it was eight years ago well yeah but still like that was never a thing when it was when people were yeah, dabbing the darkness. <laughs> dabbing the dark. What would you would you rather days, dark ages? Would you rather dab the darkness, knowing that it's an actual dab, or would you rather fifty fifty roll the dice on some pine resin and then? I'd say the darkness is a fifty fifty roll the dice as well. But it's not going to kill your lungs like some pine resin, right? Are you sure about that? Well, I mean, I don't. I don't know, know I, about that. It, it might. It, it might. It might be better to smoke the pine resin straight than that. I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know. 
granted, I, like what they're talking about in the comments on that post about like hash rosin and shit. And it's like, yeah, there was no such thing as hash rosin. There was like sift and dry sit, like five star and all that stuff. Maybe full melt. Yeah, I don't like know if there was even. Had, yeah, there was definitely full melt. But I think. then when somebody got the idea of like, what happens if I put this full melt into my sister's hair straightener <laughs> and then dab what comes out of it? Like, oh my God. I, I do want to see who came up with that shit first. Just, you know, what what would happen if I take this and just just and smush it, it with heat? It was probably somebody watching like the old Superman movies where he makes <laughs> a diamond by like crushing carbon or whatever, and then they're like, "I wonder if you could do that with weed." You know, that's the same process with crack. Can you do that with weed? Uh, user Jesus. Colby Haley says, yeah, I remember the first dabs I'd ever tried. The shatter was straight black and got you high as fuck. <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds exactly right. <laughs> but is it just because... Okay, bud. Is that just because we were so used to, like, smoking flour and the dabs just screwed Probably, because, I mean, back then, too, everyone would, like, scrape their pipe and smoke resin, right? Like, I did, for sure. I smoked I, a ton uh, of I resin. I can't say I haven't done that. Of course, yeah, we I mean, all did that shit. that's what you did when you didn't have money. So I, th- I definitely think our tolerance for that sort of stuff was a bit higher as far as, like, smoking not great-tasting things to get a, a headache and a buzz, you know? Like, it, <laughs> Nowadays, I think kids are kind of soft these days, kind of like snobby, Somalier-ish, if you will. Somalier-ish? Yeah, Somalis are like snobs, for sure. Like on the scale of snobbetry, you have like Somaliers at the the far end there. (laughs) What are you smoking on today? Uh, I got some flour, some pre-run. It's the the last of this Durban until my roommate goes and gets more. Oh, there you go. I got yeah. some Mac 1. Nice. You ready for a little uh, dab ski and a little hit? Yeah, we could do that. All right, here we go, guys. This episode of The Hot Box is brought to you by Gary's Glass Adventure. Go to garysglassadventure.com and check out his shop for any of your dabbing needs. Gary's Glass has quality German quartz and bangers of all sorts. They come in all sizes, 10, 14, and 18 millimeter. Also available are quality ruby pearls and rigs from a variety of artists. Again, that's garysglassadventure.com. Use promo code R slash dabs 710 to get 10% off your order. This episode is also brought to you by Sweet Piece of Glass. Spog is an amazing website with lots of great pieces and a large assortment of accessories from artists like Chappelle Glass, Unlimited Glass, and Glassmith, Quartz by Jake Miser and J Red Glass. There's almost nothing you can't find from Spog. Matt always takes care of his customers, and if you're in the Discord, he'll often give you a deal. So join the Discord and check out his shop to pick out your very own functional piece of art. He can be found at sweetpieceofglass.com and in the Discord. I'm enjoying this dab too much here. Hell yeah. What is it? That's Mac 1 dab? Yeah, it's a Mac nice. 1. Shattered out. Well, it's shattered, but sugared out, sorry. Whew. Hell yeah. Nice. Oh, um, got me on the nose. Moving through the R-dabs content here, JDM47 posted an interesting little diamond bear. Uh, it kind of looks like it's one of those molds that you pour shatter into, and then it like cools, and it comes out a bear i don't know if it's an actual diamond but i mean maybe yeah, i was wondering 
Because if it is, like, how the hell did they do that? Did they, like, just chisel that down and grind it down? Or did they, like, melt it and make a port of there? Yeah. And let it solidify? Or did they uh, have I it? guess I don't know. Uh, fuck your crew 05 posted that you just pour... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your crew of five. That's a dope name. Uh, you pour THCA into a mold and let it harden. Which, I mean, you can't put powder THCA in a mold. You'd have to melt it. And when you melt it, you're decarboxylating it. So it's not and really a diamond anymore. It's more just THC. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. He said he tried yeah, to I mean... break a dab off and ended up breaking the whole head off. So, I mean, it's got to be rigid or solid of some sort. But pretty yeah, interesting. But you can make some, if you can make something that's just pure THC and have it be rigid, that yeah, yeah, that's easy. He says it's uh, from Potent Planet, so hmm. interesting. I, I remember like back in the day, the little like Death Stars, and then the little bees. They were like little little honey bees <laughs> that people were making, but that was just pouring. Uh, I think just shatter into a, a mold. Right, yeah. I, I remember the pizzas and stuff. Yeah. Those are pretty cool. I still see those. I still want to dab one of those. Like a nice one gram slice. <laughs> Just seems scrumptious. Uh, we got a new a new one grammer. A nice worm. Dab bot would be proud of this worm. Always trying to get people to dab worms. <laughs> yeah, he would. Uh, 420... Mukbang posted this uh, yesterday. Dude, this thing's cinematic as Damn. hell, dude. Like, that is like nice. He, Look at he that. Went the to cuts. Town on this. The cuts and the edits to the. Yeah, that's that's well done. That, that's like, he went to town. I'll tell you this. what, as somebody that's like dicked around making dab videos, that dab probably took him like two and a half hours to make. <laughs> oh, yeah. But easy. Really cool video for sure. It is really well done too. It's got some nice function on it. I like the rig. Yeah, the rig's kind of cool. Do they say what it is? Mm, doesn't mm -hmm. look like it. Nice. Looks like they have an Instagram four twenty mukbang m u k. Uh, so, oh, it's a Bronx. Yeah. Okay. I thought it looked familiar. That's pretty I like cool. That. Speaking of that Bronx, uh, I think Milk Mother's getting an old school. Uh, Bronx sent to her. Oh, really? That's pretty cool. Bronx makes some dope shit, for sure. Yeah? Yeah. He's it got, looks nice. He's got nice shapes. Really it's nice, got nice shapes. shapes. That's funny. Uh, let's see. What is this? But yeah, if, if that guy ever comes into the Discord, I'll give you a 1G slammer roll for that. That's, uh... I mean... Yeah, I, I, you I don't have like to do it. it live, like, in the channel. You can just post it on Reddit and then send us the link if you want that role. Absolutely. I know people were talking about doing that uh, the last couple weeks. Yeah, that, that will absolutely work. As long as we see it. does not matter if it's live or recorded. If you've done it in the previous time, we'll take that as well. <laughs> I would like you to do it again, but, I mean... I'll take it. I guess. I guess. Yeah. That that uh, snake is pretty. Uh user no no trip posted some nice looking D eight Disty. I like that rainbow titanium dabber. Those are cool. Yeah, those are just heat treated. I bet is is Venter dabbing on D eight. 
right this Probably. second. Right at this very second. Hell yeah. Absolutely, he is. Finter's well, this is like D8 distillate. Well, yeah, isn't that what all D8 is? Unless it's actual isolate. I'm busy. I'm busy. There's no isolate out yet, so it's all dusty. Not on the market, but like it's a crystal in its pure form, isn't it? No. No? It's just dusty. Are you no. sure? Leave them out. Totally sure. Okay. I thought Delta 8 was a crystal for some reason. Is it Delta 10 that's the crystal? Yes. That's oh, okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. That's pretty cool, though. It looks really. Do really you, uh, have you noticed a lot uh, a lot less availability on the D8 after that shit happened with the DEA last week. Yeah, it's like a third of the vendors are still selling. Damn. Really? That or sucks. Like still making stock. Yeah. Really? I'm sure everybody's still making it. It's just like who's got the balls to have their <clears throat> website up still accepting knowing that like they could get a knock at the door. That's that's really what we're waiting on, the first knock on somebody's door to really know if this is legal or not. It looks so pretty. Yeah, distillate's cool looking. It can it can look all all sorts of ways. <laughs> how's the, how's the taste on it? Like what I mean legit disty shouldn't taste like anything. <clears throat> I've had lower quality distillate that tasted like rubber, and I have high quality distillate that tastes like nothing at all. And you can almost know, assuming that the COA matches with the material you're getting, if it's a lower potency, you know obviously something is in there. And unless it's a minor cannabinoid that they're just not testing for, like it may have a funky taste due to whatever that other percentage worth of shit is that's in it. Right, right. Because it's not distilled out. Yeah. Like, if, if you're distilling it and maybe not running your condenser hot enough, you're getting, like, some weird terps still left in there because they're not, like, they're recondensing with the distillate rather than recondensing in the cold trap where they belong. So you're not right. getting, like, a, a complete separation. And then when that happens, your potency test results are lower, obviously, because you have something else in there, some other mass. Man, I wish I would have gotten some before it became all illegal and shit. That looks cool. I'm gonna try I mean, some. apparently you can still get some. Yeah, but that that seems like a and lot of... You're in a medical state. Do they not sell it at, like, regular dispos? Not not where I'm from yet, at least. Really? That's weird. You'd think that... I'd probably be taxed to hell. Well, I, yeah. don't, I don't go to... Well, medical's actually not taxed that much. It's, uh... It's all uh, recreational. This tax to hell, um, but <clears throat> like I, I don't really go to dispos too much. I just have my delivery dispo deliver it all to me. Oh, nice. I don't really go out. You should see next time if they have any D eight. Uh, Diamond XO says uh, I've seen it in Illinois, so they have it up there. Huh? Maybe I'm yeah, just living under a rock, I guess. I haven't really noticed it in any of the shops, now that I think about it, that I go to here, either. But I also don't really look for, like, dabs and stuff when I go to shops. I usually just buy flour when I'm there. Right, right. And I don't really need to go anywhere to buy a flour on my own carry <laughs> Right. So. Uh, and to wrap up, uh, stuff from the rdab subreddit. MGRandy94 posted a picture of some Reclaim and wants to know, am I wasting oil? 
And I mean, I guess that that's depends on your definition of a waste. I mean, if you got it back, like you still have it, so it hasn't been wasted. But if you're trying to get it all in one hit, then yeah, that looks like some disty pretty much. And one of the users commented, you'd get a, you'd get $30 a gram out of my dumb ass. If you sold that on the street. <laughs> yeah. It looks nice. It looks like just, you know, normal distillate reclaim. That's hilarious. I didn't see that fucking comment. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's the yeah, way my reclaim looks like. Yeah. Yeah, but you smoke distillate though. Well, that's what mostly, I said. That shit's probably distillate. distillate. It's probably got to be distillate reclaim, I would assume too. Because like even low temp with normal wax does the same. Yeah. How low do you go? Ooh. I don't know. Three hundred. Tree fifty. Three fifty. Three fifty. Pretty Two low. for nine or three fifty. Huh? Pretty low. Pretty low. That's just a guess. I don't know. That's just a guess. Don't <laughs> you have a t- a terpomometer? <laughs> Is that what those, no, are, those are called? Are that like sit, hit the banger. Uh, yeah, You're massively are. overpriced. No, he's right. They are definitely massively overpriced. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, that's true. Don't buy the hype. Uh, I don't in, know. I'm, in some I might buy it. in some weed news, the USDA is actually reopening the public comment period on the hemp rules because of intense industry pushback. Apparently, everybody flooded their uh, emails and messages and everything, which is awesome. Really? Uh, yeah, the USDA announced on Friday that it's reopening a public comment period on hemp regulations following months of intense pushback from stakeholders on its original proposal. While the federal agency already received more than 4,600 comments during the initial comment period that closed in January, it is now encouraging an additional input on several topics identified by commenters. And I bet you, at the top of that list, D8, perhaps? <laughs> Uh, Measurement of uncertainty for sampling. These are the 12 areas that they're especially seeking additional feedback in. Uh, Liquid chromatography factor is number two. Disposal of remediation and non-compliant plants, negligence, interstate commerce. and remediation. You're a remediation. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) I don't want angry emails. It just, it looks like a bunch of shit. Like yeah. just samples and samples and samples. And then DEA no, laboratory no. registration at the set, number 12. So they want them to all register with the DEA. Well, yeah. The DEA is just trying to save their jobs, right? Like they they need something to do. So they'll oversee the labs because they're all scientists at the end of the day, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. I mean, they're fully qualified in each one of these <laughs> these categories. The DEA is in charge of the drugs. Especially oh, sampling methodology. I mean, that's all they do. You what? ask you ask any DEA agent what they do all day, and they're going to tell you, I sample methodologies all day. <laughs> I mean, in a sense, though, wouldn't it be their job? No. It wouldn't. Why? It, Why? Because it's not. It has nothing to do with 
being a cop. I don't know. It, they're not it a seems cop. like they're there's drug enforcement agents. They're they're glorified Navy SEALs. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel For now like now they are, but maybe they could be turned to good. Why don't you let the scientists deal with the science stuff? No, yes. But like maybe use them for good as in like to take down like the cartel and shit trying to bring in other the shit. The DEA doesn't want nothing shit. to do with the cartel. That's well, just a war waiting to happen. And they don't want that. Somebody's got to fight it. Yeah, I mean maybe Mexico's not they want it. Maybe maybe the Navy. maybe they get some some accountants and some HR together and they go over there and they show the cartels how to start a legitimate business and pay taxes <laughs> to us like everybody else. And we're just going to bring them into the United States. Is is that the end of this war? I mean, they're already here. Why not? They're already here. I mean, that's true. That's true. Can you do is this without here, c- Can you can you sell weed without cutting people's heads off? All right. Well, let's Let's do some business. I don't, but like, isn't that like in their way of like life or something like that? Yeah. Uh, they say like, that producers have argued that the proposed rule <laughs> mandating that hemp be tested only on. at DEA certified laboratories <laughs> will have an unnecessary bottlenecking effect and they should be able to have a wider range of labs to use. That was one policy USDA temporarily lifted earlier this year, and now it wants to hear from the public on whether it should be permanently removed. Another rule that USDA paused due to feedback concerns, disposal and remediation of non-compliant hemp that contains excess THC, all of those hot hemp packs that they've been <laughs> wondering what to do with. Uh, the agency's interim final rule stipulated that so-called hot hemp must be eradicated under law enforcement supervision. Farmers have complained about that restriction and said they should be allowed to remediate the crop using a number of techniques, and the USDA wants to hear more about that proposed alternative. Why don't they just sell it to the medical community? Well, I don't know. Does the medical community want a bunch of midzy hot hemp? I mean, I, I wouldn't think so, but you also have a bunch of just farmers that are growing this under the hemp bill, unable to sell it to the medical market because they're not in the medical market, right? They're not licensed or whatever in, in any form for that. They're, that would they're only doing this under, under the hemp bill. That would make sense. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Fair uh, argument. It says well that played, the, well the FDA is still in the process of developing regulations for hemp-derived CBD products, and it definitely, indefinitely reopened its own comment period on the topic. Uh, DEA recently filed its own set of rules to comply with hemp's legalization, but advocates suspect that they are intended to undermine the industry because that's I, all they do. I definitely think that the FDA should be involved in anything that we smoke or eat. Uh, do you agree? I mean, if they're going to be legit about it, what, weren't they yes. the same ones that like completely lied about any sort of medical use for it? And also, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe back in the 50s, they were also the same one that was like green lighting the fucking Sandos to sell all of this LSD to the CIA so that they could dose people and do their experiments but then on the other end they were also like being dicks about weed like so i i don't know i i'm torn 
I, I can't say anything to argue against that, but at the same time, I feel like they should be involved just so we can make sure that we have clean medication. Or at least clean substance, just like tobacco. Yeah, sure. I mean, they did so well with opiates in Purdue and, and all of that, so, I mean, why not give them another chance? I mean, what's the worst that could happen <laughs> I mean, at this point, 2020? Like, bring it on. Well, fuck off then. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's we we got coronavirus, so we might as well just say screw it and let everything go. Just give us the weed. They say the window to uh, provide input will last for thirty more days through October eighth. So they're so, gonna let their inbox go for another fifteen days before they close it. Actually. Get on it if you got something to say. Apparently, a lot of people are getting on it. They got their inbox flooded. That's you good. said. And it's it's probably from sites like Future 4200 who are like and tapped into like all of these different industry people, you know, the people that pretty much started it and are are the industry. And then those people disseminate the information to all of their people. And it's like this big old network effect. And everybody be. loves weed, so you got like seventy percent of the population. Pretty much. Well, that and how many idea. like how many rich investors like went out on their ass building up all of these hemp facilities, and now they're like, "What am well, I going to do with this?" Right. You know, like it's a lot of people spent a lot of money. And I feel like it's time for hemp <clears> to just be fucking legal. Like, well, it's just... time for all of this to just be legal. Whether or not it that is. happens is a, another story. Uh, interesting article on Forbes. Uh, another great marijuana lie. Dabs are bad, and most cannabis consumers yeah. prefer less THC, study finds. They clearly didn't study the Dabs Discord here, did they? No, they didn't. Jumping back real quick, Diamond says, because America. Basically. To sum it up in two words, because America. America. Uh, it says most markets are not rational. That is, the price of a good is not related to its intrinsic value. And that certainly seems to be the case with legal recreational marijuana. The cannabis industry seems convinced that consumers want products with higher and higher THC. And that's what we've always said that, like, you only have this one thing to, like, measure it by when you're, like, a store and you're trying to, to buy weed. Like, you... you you couldn't go by Terps or anything when this all got started. Right. None of the labs were testing for it. All you could go on was that THC number. And that right. made, because the higher THC stuff was what was selling, like it made farmers start to grow more towards like a high THC number and not so much towards like just a nice overall weed plant you know with like a good smell and everything it was all about like just pump that bitch up with pgrs and get those thc numbers up and shit i think we hit like a certain roof of thc like uh strength to the point where it's like okay we have the strength that we need now we need everything else too. now we need it to actually be consumable <laughs> <laughs> right yeah 
While damn. some marijuana consumers are wooed by the high THC content in cannabis concentrates, the oils, waxes, and other potent extracts that go into vape oil carts and into dab rigs, as you all know, uh, is not the case with most consumers, a recent study found. In fact, most people, as in 77.5% of people surveyed who use cannabis, actually want products with less THC, somewhere between 9 and 20%. <laughs> what? Is that legit? I could see if you're talking about flour, but like mm-hmm. if you get a an extract that's twenty percent, like that, what is that? It's just like a bunch of MCT. That, that's that's less than flour. Co- that's coconut less than oil. Flour. No, that's literally less than a high end flour. Uh, they want lower THC because they prefer the effects of less THC. <clears throat> Cannabis flour and low THC products tended to produce greater positive effects than concentrates. The research found. Findings showing that marijuana produces greater positive effects than concentrates are consistent with cannabis administration studies documenting that moderate THC doses are preferred to high doses. I think they're talking out their ass. I think it too depends on who they're studying. Like if you give a noob a high dose of THC, it's probably going to make them pretty uncomfortable for a minute, you know? I don't think they know what they're talking about. They just said that 20%, most flour has more than 20% THC. Yeah, it doesn't though really. I, I don't think so. It's I close. think average Most... average you're getting about twelve to fifteen percent. Really? I think so. I think if you get real test result numbers and not these these fluffy plus or minus ten percent numbers, I, I feel like the majority of weed is around fifteen percent. Huh. That's just what I think. What about all these lab results then? I mean I think they're just fluffy. I think they're just like, here, it's 23%. Like, is it though? Did you actually test it? Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm skeptical because I saw a lot of this floofing <laughs> of numbers in the Washington as well as in the organ industry. Uh, and yeah, I just, I don't know. You get that, if you go buy like an ounce, right? Like go to the dispo, right. go buy an ounce. And then cut that up into eighths and send each one to a different testing lab. You will get eight different results. <laughs> like it's, I, I, I guarantee it. It's mm. just, I'm sure they're getting better as far as like developing protocols that groups of them follow rather than just one lab doing it their way and, and shit. And as far as like right. how sampling is done and all that, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like most weed is just around 15%. You can email Grand if you think that's bullshit. <laughs> I like how it says, what are we talking about here? Big globs of BHO wax or poop soup vape carts? They actually say <laughs> poop soup vape carts. Did they actually say poop soup? That's they amazing. Do. That's awesome. In a Forbes article. In a Forbes article? Well, we have reached Forbes. Good job, everybody. Poops. We have made it. <laughs> we are there. We are there. Oh, they were quoting the a weed consultant. That makes more sense. Uh, <laughs> referring San, Sean Donahoe, <laughs> uh, referring to poor quality extracts containing residual chemicals left over the extraction process. Any cannabis consumer or anyone who has consumed anything ever 
understands that assessing subjective experiences should look at product type, quality, documentation, and packaging, as well as marketing, rather than just wide categories akin to wine versus spurts. I don't think you should look at marketing at all. I mean, that's all... Like, it started out as, like, descriptors for the consistency. But then it became... Those descriptors are now marketing phrases and terms to build hype so that you buy this this the particular craze yeah <clears throat> shatter's nice but it's not it's just a consistency jesus yeah i only like my shatter to be around 13 <laughs> percent See, what do you think the uh, concentrates are? There is, there is something to be said about like overdoing it, especially you notice this a lot with edibles and then waking up the next morning and feeling all weed hungover and shit. But it's not like, I mean, it's not bad. It's not like I'm puking and I just want to die like a an alcohol hangover or something like that. Like it's, it's mm. pretty pleasant. It's just like a sleepy daze. Um, but yeah, like if you eat, if you eat too many edibles, you're going to, you're going to experience that same as if you smoke too much weed, especially like right before you go to bed. If you smoke a whole bunch, you're just kind of, you wake up high pretty much. Yeah. And it's, it's not the normal high. It's like just a groggy kind of weird, sleepy high almost. It, it is, it is kind of like a hangover, but you don't feel like shit and you're not throwing up. That's yeah. the difference. I think it it depends too on I mean it's all it's all about tolerance too like are you well, a daily yeah. dabber then you're going to get more of an effect from dabs if you're not like yeah you're probably going to get weed hungover or some anxiety if if you're not used to it Oh yeah absolutely and I uh, I I was talking with somebody about oh I was talking with uh, one of our members Zam about this earlier and uh he was saying that like he doesn't see how like it could like throw you into a panic attack and stuff like that. I, and I, it wasn't exactly what I said, but it was something along those lines. And like just taking that amount of THC and not like being used to that feeling, or even just being completely fucking balls to the wall high, you could easily freak out, especially if you have anxiety issues or something like that. I could definitely yeah. see that but that's all I mean, that's... about like knowing oneself and knowing how one is going right. to react to different stimuli <laughs> like if you know you're an anxious person maybe like eating adderall and taking dabs isn't the best thing for you <laughs> first thing in <laughs> the morning snorting a line and taking yeah, a shot yeah like well, idea, you know? no shit you're anxious and can't sit still <laughs> i just think like there's certain like mental mindsets or illnesses that are going to be more predisposed to having a negative experience on like too much of something whether that's thc or lsd or dmt like it just some people are going to not have a good time on that shit and if you seek those people out for your study because you want it to uh come out a certain way then yeah of course it'll come out that way yeah make a study that says anything i fucking want you know it's it's all about your perception and like your state of massaging massaging the numbers massaging uh, this is interesting. A House Gosh. vote is expected this month on the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act, the MORE Act. 
uh, that would deschedule marijuana, expunge prior convictions, impose a federal wow. excise tax on marijuana sales, provide access to capital for small marijuana businesses, and allocate revenue to people impacted by prior drug enforcement policies. Sounds pretty sweet. So that would make it legal? Uh, while it is unlikely to become law in the short term, it would be the most significant federal legislative development on marijuana policy in 50 years. Uh, it, well, yeah, because like federal, federal is like the it's the one excuse every state has when they have like moratoriums. Certain counties decide that they don't want nothing to do with weed because maybe they get federal, they get federal grants. So they're afraid that if they allow weed, they're going to get their grants, you know, taken away or whatever. So like, this is, this is the big thing. Like the whole banking issue was all over it. Well, federally it's still illegal. So federally we're an FDIC bank. We can't like, we can't, we can't, (laughs) we'll, we'll get shut down whether or not that would actually happen, which I doubt. I I can't see like if Wells Fargo, for example, started like giving business loans to weed businesses, I can't see the fed coming in and being like, well, you can't be a fucking bank anymore. It's like, we're Wells Fargo, bitch. Come on. Right. Uh, federal legalization would have a massive impact on the marijuana markets in the states that currently allow sales and consumption, particularly on prices, because legalization opens the way for interstate trade, which would be dope. Uh, it could revolutionize the business as brands become available nationwide and companies apply economies of scale. Uh, currently, products must be grown, processed, sold, and consumed within state borders due to federal prohibition. I think this could solve our testing issue as well, because if we can move stuff across borders, then we can test stuff in other places. Yeah, it opens up a whole a whole nother list of like potential testing labs you can send your shit to. So we can take that Cali bud that's testing at 30%, bring it here and test it, and it's, oh, it's 17%. Yeah. That's or, weird how it, it is, it's, it's weird how it lost 10% as soon as it crossed the border. <laughs> Right. Uh, in addition, descheduling de- would grant marijuana companies access to regular banking services and end the unfair tax treatment under IRC 280E. Uh, 280E was enacted in 1982 to deny the deduction of business expenses for illicit operators selling drugs on Schedules 1 and 2 of the Controlled Substances Act. Combine these factors could drive down prices. According to one estimate, federal legalization could drive prices down to between $5 and $18 an ounce from approximately $250 per ounce uh, today. Wait, what? Depending on where you live, obviously. (laughs) There's no way it'd be $5 to $18 an ounce. I mean, wouldn't it, though? No. If if every state's growing weed and you can get it mailed to you, why wouldn't it be? No. I bought an ounce of hemp for 15 bucks last week. There you go. Was it hot hemp sprayed with Disty and Terps? (laughs) (laughs) You wish. (laughs) Damn. That's a hell of a drop. I mean, at that point, people would just be starting to grow it in their backyard. I mean, there's no reason why you couldn't grow hemp, right? Yeah. And I mean, if you didn't. Yeah. And if you didn't want to. The animals actually might destroy that shit. It's probably like fucking candy to them. Oh, yeah. Deer will eat your weed. <laughs> For sure. They'd probably destroy the I hell out it. of the hemp. I've seen, I've seen it. I've seen it. 
Uh, existing <laughs> businesses designed to operate under the current legal framework in states could find it hard to compete in the event of federal legalization. The Moore Act would impose a federal excise tax on marijuana at a rate of 5%. The tax would be levied ad valorem as a percentage of the retail... Yeah, that's Latin. Uh, as a percentage of the retail selling price. I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> taxing based on retail prices mean there is a taxable event with a transaction allowing for simple valuation. So. It's all right. I can't read regular English words. <laughs> it's Latin. Uh, but yeah, overall, I mean, it sounds good. I don't know. Hey, I'm down with it. Let's let's uh, see what happens. Interstate sale sounds really good. Um, having like I said, the, it the not be, a, thing would be huge. a schedule one would be a really nice step in the right direction of earning some of that trust back that the federal government has all but lost. Would this like end that whole job testing thing? I mean, I would imagine because they like, don't drug test is, you for we're vitamin. A company, so we have to test mm-hmm. you even if you have a medical card. Yeah. So now, if you have a medical card and it's federally legal, you can go. Well, and I'm sure medication. I'm sure OSHA would still have something to say about that as far as being impaired on the on the job site. But yeah, well, they you don't, don't have to have active THC. They don't test your, you for like caffeine in your system or anything like that. You right. Know, it's. Like, I think it should be exactly like alcohol. They should test you for active alcohol. Like, if you're actively drunk going in there, yeah, absolutely, you shouldn't be doing that. But if you smoked weed and went in the next day, what the fuck? No. What do you smoke weed doing to get home? That's fine. It's it's just like drinking a beer or something like that. You're going to yeah. wake up the next morning I mean, and be completely fine. Impairment's different, but yeah. Absolutely, it's different. I'm. I don't want to get into that too much, but okay. I just we should treat it just like drinking a beer. I or, feel or like. or taking a supplement uh, or taking. I think that would be better. I agree too, but to some people, I mean, it really impairs them, though. Well, then they should know that, and they should not take it or too much of it. I don't know. Is that too much to ask for people to be adults and like police their own fucking intake of this is This substance? is America. Absolutely. That's Sorry. too much to ask. Uh, the Moore Act would also have implications for state revenue. Recreational marijuana is legal in 11 states, each with its own regulatory framework. While some states can report relative success in developing in-state marijuana markets, others are still struggling. Uh, it's hard to imagine that any of the states are ready for federal legalization, especially the states still working to establish a competitive legal alternative to the illegal market. Uh, one major well, I- issue is that most states, 10 out of the 11, levy their taxes on retail selling prices. If significant price declines follow uh, federal legalization, then these states would see immediate impacts on revenue. One, I mean, that's kind of your fault for how you tax them. But I think if they made it federally legal, it would make the states be able to do that even more because right now they're trying to tiptoe, worried that the federal government's going to kick in their fucking doors. Yeah, but I mean, they're still taxing the shit out of it. Oh, yeah, but they're still like, if, if they had full backing by the federal government, they'd be like, fuck yeah, taxing the hell out of everything, just yeah. like they should be. But then people would grow their own. That's fine. And then they'd probably make it illegal to grow your own, just like tobacco. You can't grow a tobacco plant. Did you know that? Really? I don't think... I think it's federally illegal to grow a tobacco plant. 
You can possess dried tobacco, but you cannot grow a tobacco plant unless you have a license, I think. Venter, can we get be... some can we get some validation yeah. on that? Can we get some validation <laughs> right, on my no bullshit way. I spit? It's like, god damn it, do I have to Google everything you fucking say? Absolutely, because I talk a lot of bullshit. Uh, we we need to we need to check on me. I thought this was interesting. Uh some Blues Brothers themed weed being sold at uh, Illinois' largest dispensary. Ooh. And I remember being at, I think it was one of the dope, uh, like the magazine Dope. They had like Dope Con. It wasn't called Dope Con. Was it called the Dope Show? I don't remember now. But the they had a show. they had a thing, <laughs> a dope thing, uh, and <laughs> Mr. Belushi was there uh, because I guess he likes weed and he had a farm or something. Uh, so I thought that Belushi was cool. Farms, apparently. I'm a big Blues Brothers fan. Okay, well, so that you rolls can, into our next one. Go ahead, sorry. You can, you can plant tobacco for personal use, but you can't sell it. Oh, okay. That's cool, though. You can actually plant it for personal use? Looks to be the case, yeah. So, okay, cool. So you were wrong. I was absolutely wrong so in talking can, bullshit out of my mouth. There so we, we go. So we can note yep, that yep. note that on the record. Note that on the record. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like beer. You can, you can brew it, but don't sell it. Right. Right. Uh, Grassroots Cannabis, the owner of the Greenhouse brand, is who partnered with actor Jim Belushi on a cannabis collaboration, Blues Brothers Grassroots. The Greenhouse Marijuana Dispensary in Skokie, currently the largest weed store in Illinois, opened Thursday as a, in a redesigned bank. That's pretty dope, right? Like, you can just use the vault to, like, store all your weed in. You don't got to bring safes in because you got, hell yeah. Tellers, All the tellers and are shit. Right there, yeah, right. totally. The drive-through with the air tube thing, like <laughs> fucking sweet, man. That's a really good idea. That would be amazing. Uh, the owner of Greenhouse said he hired 50 employees at the dispensary, which boasts 15,000 square feet of retail space. Uh, everywhere wow. we do business, we're a good neighbor. The CEO said we're very focused on being good neighbors to people. To take what was an old, ugly eyesore of a building, damn, digging at the bank. Uh, and create, yeah, sure. quite frankly, the most magnificent dispensary I've seen anywhere in the world. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Calm Big down, word. Mitch. Calm down. Calm down, Butch. <laughs> Mitch. His name is Mitch. I, Butch works. Calm down, Butch. It's a fucking See? weed dispensary. <laughs> God. I mean, he, he wants to go big. I guess let him go big. Yeah. No, that's that's definitely important. And uh, while we're speaking about Mr. Belushi, I think Milk Mother threw this in the chat. Uh, there was a good interview with him uh, in this Uproxx article. Uh, says, when Jim Belushi talks about cannabis, things can get intense. Over our brief half-hour chat, one thing became abundantly clear. His passion for the plant is undeniable. Belushi loves weed. Uh, this is probably why one conversation is all it took to convince Live Nation CEO Michael Rapino to put up the money for the actor, comedian, and cannabis farmer's new three-part docu-series on the Discovery Channel. It's called Growing Belushi. Uh, I told Michael Rapino this idea, and in eight minutes, he stood up, shook my hand, and said, How much money do you need? Belushi said. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, thanks for calling Netflix. You're greenlit. Uh, I'm just so grateful for this guy to believe in this project. Growing Belushi follows the Blues brother on his quest from L.A. to Southern Oregon, where Belushi has spent the last few years growing a cannabis empire. 
uh, to the He's mountains. In your state? I guess. I mean, south, but yeah. Uh, to the mountains. You got to go there. Uh, we should hit him up for a tour. I'll dress go up ahead, like sorry. a blues brother. Glasses, <laughs> suit. Oh, yeah. I'll fly out there for that. Would <laughs> be so fun. Uh, he went to the mountains of Colombia on a quest for the Santa Marta gold strain, an elusive high terpene strain of land-raised weed. <laughs> uh, throughout the series, Belushi attempts to shed cannabis in a different light than it has been shown, and while Belushi is always funny, his new series couldn't be further from a typical stoner comedy. The reality of cannabis legalization, even the dark sides, isn't lost on him. This is why in between touring with the Blues Brothers, making movies in Hollywood, and growing pot on the farm, Belushi spends his time on the board of the Last Prisoner Project. Uh, the organization helps people who are serving 15 to 20 year prison sentences for cannabis possession. That's pretty sweet. It's good to see people that are in that position to do some good and not just be uh, greedy cunts, to put it bluntly. <laughs> Uh, Michael Thompson in Michigan had three pounds of marijuana on him. He served 25 years for pot, and now he's in the hospital with COVID. Belushi continues, while we're selling it on the street, the injustice of it, it's this depth of interest from the healing powers to the business side of things to the injustices left unaddressed that make Jim Belushi such a fascinating and vital voice in the cannabis space. You ever watch... uh... You ever watch Blues Brothers? I have. Oh, I did watch Blues Brothers, yes. I didn't watch his Classic. New show. Though. Sorry. I was running a little long, so I had to take another dab. Oh, shit. Sorry. Well, yeah. Excuse you. I know. You should have been keeping track of time. Have you ever watched Blues Brothers? Oh, yeah. Classic. When's the last time you watched it? Probably like three weeks ago. Oh, okay, you beat me. <laughs> Probably going to watch so, it tonight now. <laughs> I know, right? Like, Just like, fuck, I have to watch it now. Uh, all right, we'll do a, a search and seizure here, and then we'll wrap this up. Uh, all right. Real quick. I mean, unless you got to go now, then we can just wrap it up. No. no. Okay. Eufaula, uh, Alabama, $45,000 weed and guns were seized there. Ooh, that's a big no-no. A whopping 467 grams of weed, and a handgun, and a long gun, and some paraphernalia, and 45 grand in cash. (laughs) Damn. Uh, That's not that much weed. No, but in Alabama, like, that's... They're probably gonna give that guy the chair. (laughs) Alabama don't fuck around, right? That's terrible. They took his flag, too? Damn. That's they rough. took his flag. That's rough. Oh, God. And then uh, Illinois, the Laurel County Sheriff's Office, found uh, some meth and some weed and a bunch of cash <laughs> inside of this uh, suspicious vehicle that they got a complaint about. Uh, the initial report of a suspicious vehicle at a business 10 miles south of London, the black Buick Verano was driven by this dude who was found in possession with suspected meth, a glass pipe, weed, and a bunch of cash. Suspected meth. So meth. Yeah. It was meth. Or coke, but yeah, probably meth. Probably meth. So don't be sitting doing suspicious shit, you know? 
That's funny. You know, like, what, what are you doing? He probably thought he was chilling at the business and he was fine. And they were just yeah. like, what the hell is this crackhead doing you know, out here? You can't smoke crack in front of my business, you dog. Can't, you can't sit here and smoke, man. It's not cool. Move it along, like, I'm going to fucking daycare. Come on. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, Hotbox.earth, hotboxpodcast.com. That's the website. Check it out. Come join us on the RDAB subreddit Discord throughout the week. We're always hanging out in here, having smoke sessions, and just bullshitting about bullshit. Gaming, doing all the fun stuff. Yeah, what game have you been streaming lately? I have been playing a lot of Kerbal Space Program. Um, and then Flight Simulator? You were going on like a around-the-world <laughs> jaunt? Yeah, me and my buddy decided to fly completely around the world. So we went from Detroit to Cancun to Jamaica to Panama to Rio de Janeiro. And then we just flew to Cape Town. South Is it Africa. like multiplayer? Like you guys are on the same server and you can see each other's planes? or Yes, yes. Oh, cool. uh, I actually have some pictures too. Like we actually got our planes so close that like we were touching tips. Aw, that's cute. It was cute. It was cute, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, who are the boosters this week? We got a list of, oh, of you boosters. You caught me off guard on this one. Oh, baby. You caught me again. All right. So this week uh, we have myself, you, yeah. Blind, Church of Dabs, Zam, Freeman, Nilthy, OG Dabs, Diamond. You're also listening to you. Thank you for listening. Moe's, Ace of Spades, DIY Dabs, Eastern Dank, King Cord Dabs, there's a lot of dabs in the names. <coughs> Swagrat, Sean Cornery, and Turpendurp. Hell yeah. Thank you as always you to all the all boosters. boosters. It's dope. And then, uh, yeah, hang out in the VIP room or in the uh, general chat, and we'll discuss what we should do for the next giveaway. So, Absolutely. Check Thank that you all out. for listening. Yeah, we'll talk to you next Saturday. Peace out, y'all. See y'all. Yo.